My name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel, I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. 25? Quarter of, quarter of, or whatever you want to call it. Okay, go. Yeah. I feel like I want someone to be like, you know, when they roll in and the, the news music goes, and then you like turn around to the desk, you're like, hi, and welcome to the podcast. Like an old news anchor? Yeah. I've got the hair for it at the moment. You probably do. Yeah. So what are we at now? 25? Episode 25. Do you want to take it away, my friend? Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is episode 25 of Journey to Wherever. You're your hosts, Yvonne and Daniel. Hi, Yvonne. How know, are you today? My voice just changed like that. Huh? It does feel a bit deeper today, though. I think I've been like... You know what it is? What is it? It's sidelined voice. Sidelined voice. Run! <laughs> Chase the ball! Fill up the space! Get in the space. Oh, come on, ref. It was a fucking... It was a... Fa- I, you know, I caught myself saying that today at your game. What? But be careful now. We're coaches. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, as in, I wasn't abusing at the ref, but there was a, like a clear as day push. Oh, yeah. Clear as day. It wasn't It wasn't like off the ball. It was, it was a clear foul. Yeah. And I went, oh, come on, ref. And I went, oh. I stopped. Yeah, like, yeah. I went, okay. Was that, was that when game. Dayan got taken down? There was that, that was just a, that was, no, it was different, but it was oh, okay. literally like the, Dan had got the ball, passed it to someone else. Yeah. And the, the kid that was chasing him got like the shits because he couldn't catch him and then pushed him. Oh, okay. Fair enough. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, come on, Riff, that's off the ball. But yeah. I was like. Hey, it was a good, uh, they, they still catch it now. They, they, they did catch the one where Dan did go down. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I've got that, that, that sideline voice. Yeah. It sounds a bit deeper. Yeah. To me, I'm listening to the relay right now few, and I can um, hear it deeper. Rattled a few, uh, I don't know, voice box chords. Maybe. Smoothed them out a I bit. I feel like I'm, I should be hosting like a 11 p.m. This is the, what are the love show music? The old school 106.5. Yeah. Love song dedication. Love song dedication. I don't have a podcasting voice. I go back and listen to my voice. I don't, it's like, you know what? It's squeaky. I've never understood got a that voice. podcasting you got a voice, good voice radio, for radio voice. And podcast. I've, I've, I've had, someone's told me that before, but I, when I hear myself sometimes, I'm like, well, put it this way. The first couple of episodes of hearing the episodes back. Yeah. I was almost like annoyed at my voice. Really? Yeah. I think you got a good voice for but it. That, but everyone says that. And I'm just like, maybe it's just a matter of getting used to it. Even when like, hi, mom. Even when my mom listens to the podcast. <laughs> hey, Jenny. And she's like, she turns around, she goes, Daniel, you got a really good voice, a really good radio voice. And I'm like, what about me? Hi, mom. <laughs> hi. Thanks, Jenny. Me, mommy? Appreciate it, Jen. <laughs> I'm doing a wink right now. <laughs> but uh, no, you know, you certainly do. I got, I got this one. I, there's this one guy I have on. Um, he's a, an, I guess, an online mate. He's got, I got like all these Instagram and Twitter, and he's got his own podcast as well called Fried Oreo. And um, <laughs> what a so name. shout out. It's a cool name. Shout out to Fried Oreo. <laughs> yeah, but I might have to like message him and say we gave him a shout out. But he's got a mad voice for podcasting. Some people do. Like he does. Uh, As he talks, I, he's like, you know he, he actually goes into like the deep voice now part. He's got a really good there voice. There is like clearer voices, but there are some people that don't have podcast voices and I can still listen to them. Yeah. I guess. So can I. I listen to like quite a few pod. I've actually been listening to quite a few commentary like social political commentary podcasts you're now. going down that rabbit hole i though. am man i just i am like, uh, i'm not a i'm not a political person i just it's i need something intellectual that's why okay fair enough and i need that stimulus so like i'm listening to that this week i've been listening to um uh a space space podcast the neil degrasse tyson 
but his own a, podcast, Star a, Talk. He's a strange, not I want to say strange in a bad way, but uh, out there, excuse the pun, <laughs> type guy out there in space. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> um, but I've been listening to that, and then I've been listening to. Uh, I still <clears> been listening <throat> to Joe Rogan. I've been listening. Did to, you get my list of like? Yeah, I did. It was about half a dozen or so of like things that I think you would like to listen. Yeah, to. Yeah, I got I got to listen to some of them, but yeah. um. Yeah, I've been listening to that, and there was the other guy that he had on his show. Ben he's Shapiro. a huh? Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Yeah, yeah. I've been listening to his show. I knew you'd like him well. because he's kind of like kind of funny at the same because, time. He, he's got that he, same similar kind of humor to you. Yeah, I think so. But when I think when at you go first glance, when you listen to him talk, you probably like he even admits it. Like people probably think he's like you know a, a bad guy. Yeah. But when you actually listen to him break down his things, he's no, like he's a very intellectual dude. He he he's, he really looks at both sides. Very very pragmatic too. Yeah, that's what annoys people about him. Well, pragmatism in general. People yeah, it's like one week he might be like talking bad about, not bad, but talking on the opposite side of the fence. And the next week he's like, no, no, blah, 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 blah. And he's like on the other side. He's because- very happy to debate, put it that yeah. way. He's not, she's not, well, he's Which not excited good. to debate. It's, it's good to be like, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, so how are you going? Like, yeah. How's life? Well, <laughs> how am I going? How am I going? Well, I sense some frustration well, here. <laughs> I think I've been spoiled, like my my career, right? okay. Because I first chose this career as a as a practitioner because yeah. I'll, I I'm fascinated with the human body and how it performs and why it sometimes has bouts of disease and how it overcomes and all that kind of stuff and yeah. injuries and rehab and and whatnot. So that was the first initial reason why I you know I chose it. But then as you've you're in the industry, you realised that there's an a, a hidden extra benefit to becoming a practitioner, whether it's, you know, a physio or osteo, chiro, massage therapist, psychologist, whatever it might be, that there's just, you just meet different people. Yeah, every, I was going to say that you every meet single a lot of hour, half an hour, every single day. Yeah. You just, you meet all varieties of people. And I feel like it's fortunate in that respect because there are some people that, or a lot of people that would go to, to work and they work in an open plan area or, a, or an office. I don't meet lots of people in my space, role every and you day now. see the same people. There's nothing wrong with seeing the same people, but yeah. I would imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, that the conversations, is, if it's not about work, it could generally be roughly about the same kind of stuff. If not, just it's just standard. Yeah. Right? Whereas, again, I'm sport for choice and I have a variety of different people and yeah. different conversations and ba- generally based from their background or their industry or what they do. Except for the last, uh, um, say, two weeks. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just, uh, you know, a bit coronavirus out, no, if you know okay. what I mean. <laughs> just just a little bit. Look, you know, it's one of those things, <laughs> though, that a lot of people In, in are... advance, it's not going not to be a coronavirus episode, but it's just... No, we, ha- we had a coronavirus episode last one, but it was more around the craziness of... The hysteria. The hysteria. But you know what was interesting? What's that? I went back... Yeah. And listens to the podcast. It was a very popular, very popular episode, mind you, as well. I didn't expect it to be, but like, I guess because it had. I think it started to take a little bit of time to kick off. Yeah, and then of late, it started to get like a little bit more. Yeah, more listens. But I was listening to the episode, and I was coughing a lot in it. <laughs> it's funny because it's like it's coronavirus. Not, because you top. know what I was thinking? I'm like shit. I've noticed your cough settled down. It has because I got my puffer. Yeah. Oh, you got your puffer. That's right. You know, I've had my puffer, so I'm not like coughing now that I'm talking about it. I'm like, oh shit, I think I want to cough. <laughs> yeah. But no, I haven't. Like yeah. even at work, they're like, oh, you haven't been coughing. I'm like, no, I've been to two doctors. I've, I've had it checked out. So I knew I wasn't 
Yeah. Like, I wasn't worried about it. There was um, a few coughs. There was a few coughs. <clears throat> there was a, quite a few coughs in yeah. it. And I was like, here are we talking about the whole thing. And then I'm in the background having a cough. It'd be one of those perfect episodes where you kind of look back on it and go, see, see, Ivan had it. He didn't say anything. And he was with Daniel in the same room. And then he got it and they were sitting there saying that everyone's freaking out about it. Yeah. I guess for me, it's just been a bit Groundhog Day-ish. Because yeah. like you said, everyone's concerned. Everyone's, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's and genuinely and it's, worried. And, it's reached- and, and I think... Yeah, it's it, it's reached it's, a, it hasn't reached its peak yet, but it's it's it, people have, have anticipated that it's about to. So there's that again, the hysteria is hyped it's up. It's starting, a bit. but people aren't hyping up to buy things. They're more hyping up because they're starting to get genuinely worried. Yeah, they're, they're fe- because the now in Australia up. things are sh- shutting down. Yeah, things aren't open. Things are vents are being kind of pushed down a bit now. Well, because especially here in Australia, heading into. Well, the end of well, essentially the end of March, it's our flu season. It's yeah, it's it's Easter, it's Easter show, it's um, Anzac, Easter shows cancelled. Easter shows you canceled. Me. It's actually genuinely cancelled. Anzac days. Well, I Anzac have day not taken my kids to the Easter show for a few years. Yeah, and this year little, though they're huh? little. They're little. That's why. No, they're perfect age down. Well, now, now now they're perfect. Yeah, but, but before that they probably couldn't. Yeah. I did. I took took down when he was like maybe two or something. But that was just for like me and Nat to go. We took him around. You know, when he maybe he was even one in the pram. Yeah. But um, this year I was like, oh, I really want to go to the Easter show. I'm going to take the kids to the Easter show this year. Yeah. And it just happened. I didn't even know you texted me, and I was like, I'm thinking maybe the Easter show. I didn't even realize. Well, Easter shows have been cancelled. A lot of sporting events have been cancelled. Um, like. Team, like rugby league and soccer, they're all playing behind what's called closed doors, essentially. So they're playing still. It's being televised, but there's no, there's no fans. Yeah, which is bizarre. Yeah, because you know fans won't make the sport. Um, it's a, it's a yeah, it's a funny time. It's so, a funny time. Yeah. It's a funny time in history to be alive to actually you know look back and be like you know we kind of lived through all that. Yeah. Um, I think there's you know without making it a, a certainly a coronavirus episode. Last week we spoke about it more about the hysteria of things, but genuinely now things are are picking up. Yeah, probably in the next two weeks I'd be predicting a thousand cases in Australia if I was to give my number. Oh, and, and more. Um, at least I think we are now following suit of the US and Europe, and it is what it is. So it is what it is. It's just, it's, I just think everyone should just. You it's know, just like it's like a tsunami. It has its yeah. course. It's gonna do its thing. Yeah. So yeah. you know, practice the ho- practice good hygiene, the whole social distancing thing, washing et hands, etc., etc. So, yeah. but um, but I think it's it's it kind of plays onto another thing where it's like now everyone it's very easy for people in your industry now, like when you kind of meet different people, right? Yeah. To it's almost like a conversation starter, right? It's like you kind of meet someone for the first time, and it's like. Everyone has this yeah. common ground now which yeah. you, of the same conversation. Yeah. And that just seems to be the topic on everyone's kind of That's right. That's what I'm agenda, saying. That's right? why I've always felt spoiled for choice because whether it's it is generally only when it's new clientele where you start that whole small talk yeah. aspect. But when it's a, a regular client, you kind of know the topics that that person likes to talk about. And you just kind of go down that route. Question. Questions. I'm asking yeah, no, you a question. Go. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay, keep going what you're saying. I, probably, um, I interrupted. No, that's so okay. Rude. I tend to do that. I'm no, really rude. It's all good. <laughs> um, and um, so you kind of just know you're going to get diversity. Yeah. Whereas literally, it's like a favorite for everybody that's seen that movie. Is it, is it called Groundhog Day? Yeah. With, um, what's his name? Um, I, I don't know who's the guy, in it. You know, that, the guy from Charlie's Angels. I forget his name. He's, mm. he's Charlie, I think. I don't know. 
Anyways, I, I know the movie Groundhog, Groundhog Day, the name, Day. but I don't know what it's, it's about. Or it's essentially it. it's a day. That oh, re- when they kind of relive the life again. Yes, every okay. single day. For, yep, for, yep, for yep, me, yep. it's every single appointment. Oh, is that what you meant by Groundhog? Yeah, oh, it's, now it's like, it clicks. It's I not, feel like I've just transcended life. I'm not now. having one conversation. Not having a topic conversation per day. I'm having the same topic eight to ten times. Per day. Oh, okay. Because you 40... texted me. You're like, I'm going crazy. You're like, I'm going, I'm just day. Like, and I was I'm like, just whoa, 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 I'm not going to talk things. about you anymore. And I literally was like, all right, moving on. And you were like, no, I didn't mean it like that. And I was like, <laughs> I feel right. bad. I was like, fuck it. Just, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's because I'm spoiled for choice with, okay. with conversation. But anyways. So what I was going to ask you then, because moving on from that, right? Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot of, there's enough, there's enough news and information from experts out there. And we're certainly not experts. We just mm. commentate on stuff. But yeah. I have a question for you. Sure. Besides the the whole, that's the common ground of talking now. Everyone's talking about coronavirus, right? Mm-hmm. But normal day to day, when that's not around, do you find it easy to kick off a conversation with someone that you've never even met before? First question. Second question: mm-hmm. Do you find your do you deem yourself to be an introvert or an extrovert or somewhere in between? I'll answer the second question first. I'm somewhere in between. I was hoping you'd answer the second question first. Because as I asked it, I'm like, why don't you ask that question first? Um, so that's the first I, question. I, I, I guess if, if you could call, I'm like somewhere in between, but maybe leaning more towards the introvert. Okay. Um, the common ground of a patient coming in, especially if... Are you talking in terms of like starting a conversation with, in general with someone random or patients? Uh, either. And, and in just, I guess in general to start with. In general, no. Okay. Uh, I couldn't just random off the street. Hey, how you going? How about this? Whatever. The sun's great. Or yeah, you know. But if you, for example, say like you had I like could, a, I could if I wanted to. Say if you had like a, a, a like a, a convention or like an exhibition or a, a conference type thing for your industry. Yeah, where you went to like and there's like a hundred people or a thousand people or you know a couple of hundred people in this conference room and they're all like practitioners of some sort and then like. There's a tea break where everyone's going and getting coffee and juice and, you know, hors d'oeuvres, whatever they're called. Could you stand around and do you, how do you find starting conversation with people? Firstly, me, I tend to analyze, again, the body language and behavior. Yeah. So I tend to steer away from really like, ha, 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 look at me. I'm Ray and I rah, rah, rah. Like Sorry, the, Ray. The real like, you yeah. know extroverted people okay. and I'm nothing against them but I just know I wouldn't be able to balance my conversation okay. with them because so you select the person before I yes interesting Okay. Uh, in a big group of people like in, like you said in a conference okay. I, you can kind of like the classic one is when you go to like um, smaller conferences yeah. or workshops you get in there and you can kind of you can kind of tell I can kind of tell straight away the type of people I'm going to click with yeah and then I'll tend to try and sit next to them and then I'll be like something like it could be simple like so are you doing this for your CP points or first time? Or have you done this course before? Or is this level two or level one for you? And that's it. Done for okay. me. So it's pretty quick. I, I kind of let them... I just kind of ask them the question yeah. first um, within that respect. But in just in a crowd in general, like if it's not with, with my industry, yeah. probably not. Okay. Um, in a, As a patient, a patient of mine, it's, it's super easy. Yeah. Super, super easy. Like... I mean, they've got a they've got a medical history form they fill out with things like occupation and whatnot. So it's almost a really easy kind of conversation starter. Like, oh, so you're a concreter, okay? And then you're like, oh, you know, my old man used to be in building and da da da. And then they and then, just start talking. So it's just about making them feel comfortable, okay? In that in that environment. So you find that easy? 
I find when I'm trying to start a conversation, I want you to feel comfortable with me. Yeah. As opposed to me making myself stand out to for you to talk to me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, like when I... Like, because uh, you, when you start a conversation, like in a, in a setting like that, and you've got that common ground where, because you know your patients, as you said, like when they come in, there's even if they, I don't know them, I, I I look for something that I know is an in, and it's an instant in. Like yeah. even if I don't know anything about, like they might be like, oh, I'm a diamond miner, yeah, diamond miner. I'll be like, shit, I don't know nothing about that. Have you met a diamond miner before? No, I haven't. I just oh, I was made that say, up. That's pretty sick. I want <laughs> I've met miners, but like, I don't even know if that's the correct term, diamond okay. miner, but um, I'll look for something like, okay, they're a miner, so they're probably picking, you know, they're, you know, I don't know. I'll make, I'll, I'll look at, I'll dig deep into yeah. their bodies and whatever and see like where, where I can kind of bring something out. Yeah. Some common ground, essentially. And then it just goes from there. Essentially, I want them to feel comfortable with me. Yeah. The moment someone's comfortable with you, they'll tend to generally open up more and more and more. Yeah, I think if someone... I'm a very good listener, put it that way. Yeah, and I think that's probably the part of the the, the biggest thing is if, if you feel like the other person likes to talk a lot, often if you just listen a lot and kind of acknowledge what they say, repeat some of the stuff they're saying, and then grab onto certain things people are saying and then ask questions more about it. They end up going down the rabbit hole for you and kind of you just uh, unwrapping you, yeah. more if you of the conversation put for the you. questions there, they'll just tell you the whole story. Yeah, I mean, because the reason why I ask is, for me personally, I've always found it a challenge to start a conversation with someone that, and it's not, not to have the conversation. I can go up to anybody and say hi. Yeah. And if I know what I'm about to talk about, I'll talk about it. Like if I knew that there was a reason to talk. But if it was like picking something, you know, the old, the old, like, this is a very common thing. People are like, oh, so the weather today. It's like, but is that really a good conversation starter asking about the weather? Like, it's it's, it's, it's kind of like a, it's, it's a, a terrible, terrible thing. Everyone's like, oh, and you know, if someone unless asks it's you. O- it's, unless it's obvious extreme weather, like, wow, it's really windy outside. Oh, Jesus, torrential rain. Yeah, but oh, whereas. Far out, it's 50 degrees outside. But if it's like, oh, it's nice, 23 degrees, it's not that pleasant. It's, yeah. It's a bit like, all right. Because that, that thing, it's like, when someone asks about the weather, you're like, this is going to be a really uncomfortable conversation now, right? <laughs> Unless someone goes, oh, so how, you know, how are you going? Like, oh, man, the wind is so bad right now. It blew my face so hard. My lip's chaping. And now look at my lip. It's bleeding. And you start a random conversation. The person's like, the fuck look is at this you, man? This weird tree. person, right? Yeah. But you just, that, you that'd, that'd, be a, that'd be a conversation starter, a bit of yeah. random. But yeah. you can't always just do that to people because like, it might throw much, some people off. It's, big yeah, time. it's too much info. It's like, why are you telling me about your busted lip? Like, <laughs> it's not reality, right? But to start a conversation with someone who you know I don't like know know, it's been a challenge unless I've had to start a conversation about like what you said. If you're at a conference, you said, so are you here for like CP points? Like, if you're getting points for your career, like your your work, for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you're both going in for the same thing, and then you start talking about it. Yeah, I'm getting points for this. This is the first time I've done it. I haven't heard this speaker before. Um, I've been you here know, before. I've been here before, but it's now. my first time. Or I, I I can went to the other conference in the other um, suburb or state or and whatever really last time. It, it was a really going, nice venue. Again or, yeah, right. Yeah. But then I get to this point where it's like. You're talking, 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 and then you've kind of said everything you need to say about the event, and then it kind of pauses, and I'm like... What do you do now? And then I pause, and I'm like, fuck, shut down, shut down, shut down. And I'm like, so yeah, I'm just going to go get a coffee, and I walk (laughs) off. And I'm like, oh, shit, right? And I feel bad, whereas I I, I probably want to talk probably more, 
or if you find that you start talking about something more and you look at the person's eye and their eyes just kind of glaze over, you're like, they're not interested. Oh, I'm going to get get juice. Yeah. There's some, like, I've become better at that awkward, what do you call it, say awkward silence than the, when you know, oh, this this conversation's ending. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's drying. I like to use the term dry, drying, drying out. Drying out. Um, I've become, like, obviously really good at that. But there's a lot of the times, generally people will send you signals that they actually want to dry it out. Yeah. So when you get those obvious signals that they, they, they're purposely Just answering questions to dry it out for whatever reason, it could be you, it could be the conversation. It could be the fact that they might be nervous. They don't, they're not, in, they're not actually comfortable in the environment itself. Yeah. So they're just happy to just, just to shut off and sit in the back corner and they just can't wait for this conference to finish. Yeah. They're purposely pushing out signals to dry the conversation. Yeah. Out. Um, and that only, you only get better at that when you've been through dry, plenty dry spells. Yeah. Okay. D- drought conversations, essentially as I like to call okay. them as well. So there's, there's the it's drying out and then there's the drought. It's like, okay, that's a, yeah, they're, they're done. I, I find myself in, a lot if of I admit dry to st- going into a lot of drought conversations, I'd probably sound like a really boring person. <laughs> you Again, <laughs> so you're like, not there is something not right with you. People, um, people just sometimes don't I just don't relate talk. with human beings. You don't? No. I'm a, I'm a real see, comfortable when introvert. When you say stuff like that, it doesn't make any sense <laughs> see, to me. See, it doesn't make sense to you, but to me, it's like the, the perfect statement in my brain. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll analyze you. I was just openly honest then, so I just said it. I'll, and I was just like, I'll analyze you. You've got... Um, I figure, and we, we often joke about this. You and your younger sister have got this. the um, That face. Resting bitch. Re- <laughs> you know what? I'm going to... Okay. I'll, no, resting, you know what? I've your got to resting talk about this. face. I've got to talk about yeah, this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just let me, let me tell you okay, a bit. Go, like, your go, resting go. face okay. is a little bit unapproachable. But okay. I know you, but some people will look at you and be like, oh, fuck, is he like... Pissed off. Is he pissed? No, but it, it, it's up for interpretation. Some yes. people might look at it as in like, He's is mad, he pissed don't off? Talk to him. Is he, he does not kind. Is he unkind? Is yeah. he... Oh, it's it's a unapproachable face. Yes. But then when someone actually comes up to you, you just go, oh, hey. And like, you're actually a happy, but your resting face... Yes. The body language aspect throws people off. Okay, two things. One, talk about your resting bitch face. I, no, I, I agree with the whole resting bitch <laughs> bitch face thing, right? Um, two, I think that when people go and have a conversation with me, it's such you, a good term. Sorry, what, <laughs> I was resting bitch face. That's not to laugh. Yeah. Resting uh, bitch RBF? face. RBF. <laughs> Is it resting, resting bitch face? Yeah. So, but then I was listening back, like, because then sometimes I have a conversation with people and I feel like I'm genuinely being kind. Yeah. And then I'll go back and listen to like some of the podcasts and stuff. Even when I'm talking, I'm like, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's just being but analytical it's not, of yourself. But it's not me trying to be that. Because like I, I genuinely like, if I actually like the person, I genuinely like people, right? <laughs> yeah. It takes effort, but I like people. Yeah. But, so I think there's one, is there an element to my resting bitch face where I'm actually not a nice person in real life? I don't know. I'm curious. Nah, I'm, I'm asking you, Jenny. No, well, you can shut me down right now and hurt my feelings. Oh shit! Don't no, 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 no. Don't answer <laughs> the question. Don't answer the question. <laughs> no, you're right. Okay, we'll move on to the next. Thing. Your resting bitch face is it's unlike it's. No, I want to say it's unapproachable. It's kind of like I don't know what to do. Do you know what I mean? For some extroverted people, it might not even be a problem. But for some, it might be like, oh shit, I don't know. Like, and you know, Tasha said the same thing about me. Sometimes she's like, "Are you angry?" And I'm like, "Angry? I'm angry." She's like, you just look pissed off. I'm like, oh no, 
No, and my, my brother, funny enough, he's like, he goes, I think I've got that face that people want to get angry at. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> what does that mean? It's like... No, but when your brother smiles, he's a real happy... you got a real happy smile, but again, though. Maybe he's referring to his resting bitch face. I don't know. I don't know. But nah, he, his, his resting face looks to me like he's like about to get up to something no good. <laughs> like do you know what I mean? Mischievous. Yeah. Maybe. Some people have that kind of look. And then when he smiles and look. laughs, you just want to laugh because you like his smile and a his laugh. classic one is my boys. Okay. Right? So if you've never met my boys, yeah. you look at Maxwell and you look at him and you think, this kid, he's mischievous he's mischievous you when want to play smiles, with him like what are you up to you want to you want to you want what to bars did you just break and you didn't yeah, tell anyone you, what do you like it's <laughs> like you, you something about his face that makes you want to go max what'd you do yeah max what are you doing i walked in today and he's like laying on the lounge with his eyes just peeking yeah. out from the lounge i'm like how are you and he's like not good not i'm good. like <laughs> why aren't you good he didn't even answer me i'm like ah and i just rubbed his head like i just i muffled he, up his hair i'm like ah. him, right but then Adriano, my eldest, he's got like resting bitch face. It's like, is he a snobby kid? Is yeah, he? But he kind of does. He's, he's got his this kind of like look on his face. Like, is he like? Is he not my friend? Is he not happy to be here? But then if you go up to me, having a good time, you go, yeah, dad, I'm having an awesome time. But his resting face is like unapproachable. I, I think it's tied. It's it's very closely tied to introversion. Yeah, 100%. It has to be. Well, that's a classic because Maxwell's massively out extroverted. Yeah. And there's nowhere in the middle and Adriano's massively introverted. introverted. You know, like... Yeah. I think we're telling this classic story about how, like, um, uh, Adriano was walking back... I was walking him back home from school yeah. the other day and there's this one girl that, like, kind of likes him oh, at yeah, school. Yeah, She's yeah, like, hi, story. Adriano. And he's just like, oh, he went super shy. Yeah. But I was walking back with Max or Max was like, hey... <laughs> He comes in, he's like, if you don't want to, I'll take a kind of look, you know what I mean? He's just like, I reckon he, I reckon if they, I, I keep telling Tash this, and she's like, my boys aren't going to be like that. And I'm like, it's not like they're going to be like that, but it's like, when they go clubbing, yeah. I can so tell that Maxwell's going to be ultimate wingman, yeah. ultimate, like the beyond, he's going to bring in, he's going to rally all the girls in yeah. and then he's going to allow his big brother to choose. And then in Max is going to be happy to just take whatever he can. Whereas Adriana, if it feels up to Adriana to bring the chicks in, so to speak, yeah. he wouldn't do it. He could yeah, never okay. do it. Yeah. Which is kind of like, it. which is kind of like how I like, like, you know, obviously when I, when I was started going to clubbing scene, I was already dating your sister anyways. Yeah. So it wasn't like rounding up the chicks, Yeah. but I, I wasn't one to go up to, to girls to, to talk to them anyways. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it wasn't my personality. So I don't know. It's, it's like you said, it's definitely an introverted, extroverted thing. 100%. I think it's introverted. And I've had this conversation many, many times. Yeah. And I don't, I've lost count. I've lost count the number of times where someone's turned around to me and said, and usually it's family at the start or when I was <laughs> first dating my wife at the time, my girlfriend, right? Yeah. That. And it'd be like we'd be meeting a family, sitting in a room at a family event, whatever, and like me and her starting out for a couple months. <laughs> and then it's like, you. she's like, is everything all right? I'm like, yeah, why? Like, I'm fine. It's like, you look really mad right now. What happened? Did someone, did you know, do you know someone? Like, did someone say something? And you're like, like no. no, I'm just sitting here. It's like, okay, well, can you just smile? I'm like, like, but see, when you smile, oh, like, like I'm going to get into this, right? Because <laughs> trust me, I've I've analysed this. I know this. I know myself inside and out, and I know this whole thing, right? Yeah. And then, so they'd be like, "Oh, you know what's wrong?" And then someone in her family would come up and be like, "Is everything all right with Ivan? Like, is he okay? Just <laughs> yeah. is he not comfortable here?" And I'm like, 
And then she'd tell me like, you know, everyone notices like you're not happy. I'm like, oh my God, like what? What do you mean I'm not happy? And then she's like, well, smile. So the other night- And then you do the weird, awkward smile like that. So this is the thing, right? So how many muscles are there in in someone's face? I'm going to ask. So, hey, Google, how many muscles are there in the human face? I have to find this out. Yeah, it'll be a few. How many? According to science, how stuff works. There are 43 muscles in the face, most of which are controlled by the seventh cranial nerve. I was going to say something like 30 something. Cortex and emerges from your skull just in front of your ears. Okay. Yeah. So there's 43 muscles. Con- now, continue going. I'm just going to remove my jump arm. Okay. So, I'm genuinely, right? I've analyzed this this well. And I've thought about it and I'm like like why resting bitch face for like why why do people think I'm not happy, right? Yeah. So then I've like I've looked at myself in the mirror. And I've tried to consciously <laughs> like sit there and look at no no I'm, no no really I'm like I'm like there are a lot of muscles in the face right yeah and then so I I have this conversation with my wife and she just starts laughing at me like as do you in, feel like, like I'm you have stupid, muscle right? atrophy she's in like Ivan smile and I'm like <laughs> now right hold on a second I wish we had video live right now so I can show people right so you've got to explain to people what you see right now right because I'm like Wait, I'm gonna. Sm- yeah. Okay. Okay. How, I'm gonna. How, how about you go? I'm gonna record you okay. now, and this so will go. I'm this... gonna. I'm gonna literally engage the muscles in my face. Yep. I don't know how many of the forty-three, but yep. some level of these forty-three, I'm gonna smile. You ready? Ivan, smile. <laughs> I'm like joyful inside. <laughs> You're joyful. I'm joyful. I can feel. I feel joy inside, right? <laughs> okay. So I'm smiling, okay. and she's like, "But your face didn't move." I'm like, "It moved." I'm like, "Watch." And I like, and then I, and then I give her the difference between me feeling mad, yeah. and then me feeling happy, and then watch the difference. Ready? And this is me trying. I'm like, me thinking about something that makes me mad. Ivan, smile. Oh, hold on, I'm gonna oh, be okay, mad sorry, first. Sorry, Ready? Mad. mad. <laughs> and I'm gonna smile. <laughs> That's like, very minimal. But hold on a second. And then I'm like, look, and I can feel the twitch. <laughs> but you know what happens? It's almost like the muscles aren't stuck to the skin in the face enough to do like. The big smile. And then I, then I said to her, she's like, I'm like, Nat, because you know how you always joke around, like, Yvonne, do the wedding pose, right? Yeah, yeah. That's when I had, like, a big smile. And I'm like, do you know the difference between the wedding pose and this smile? The only difference is I open my mouth. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, watch. Wedding pose. No, no, normal pose. Okay. Ready? So I'm going to do normal pose. Now watch, wedding pose. Ready? <laughs> no, there's a bit more in that. It's not. No, it's dude. the same. Watch, ready? <laughs> okay, ready? Okay, go. Oh, no, this is it. And then I'm going to open my mouth. Rewatch all this. Ready? I'm smiling at the same time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay fair enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm smiling. And then I, then I was working out more. And I'm like, you know what it must be? It must be the eyes. Like, so maybe I have to like exaggerate the eyes more where I squint the side of the eyes to like crow feet the eyes yeah. to make it look like I'm more maybe happy. That's, see, so yeah. it genuinely takes me. And it's not because I'm trying to be resting bitch face. There is a, <laughs> there's a physiological thing here. I'm like, Inside, maybe you I just have like inadequate facial muscles. No, I think I don't overtly express them. If I really want to smile right now, I've got to go like, like, but when, like, I really got to like, when I like when I make you laugh or something, like, you, I, your face goes full on. Yeah, you know what I mean. It does because I probably like I've just maybe you just really don't have a good middle ground. That's probably what it is. I don't know because I'm walking through the shops, right? You know when people greet you with a sort of like, "Hi, how are you going today?" And I'm like, and I smile at them, and that's like, why don't you like smile back? I'm like. <laughs> I, I was did. smiling. I was like full <laughs> smiling at them. And then I've tested myself. I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, what does that smile look like? And I'm like, 
you don't look like you're smiling. Okay. So I don't know. I, I, so that's probably the first barrier yeah. is I don't look like I'm really happy, happy. and smiling. So you maybe you're uninviting. Yeah, but I'm. But on the inside, genuinely, I'm like feeling like genuine warm joy for people, but my face just doesn't show it. Well, it kind of goes back face. to what you said right at the start. And I forget word to word what it was, but it was something along the lines of, you're not, was it, you're not a, you genuinely don't, what was it again? You genuinely don't, um, uh, something with people, um, resonate, resonate with people. I was joking around to an extent, like, I don't resonate with humans. Humans. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. So, but there's an element to that as well. It's like, you know, it's a classic small talk. It's like, it's hard. It's very difficult. Especially for an introvert. And then like, and I do it like, and I always split it between work life and home life and I do it for it because I have to in a sense yeah but I don't really have to because if I provide the results for my patients then I don't have to but I feel like if you go that little bit extra mile it's not going to hurt anybody yeah do you know what I mean and then how boring is it when you just be glum all day you know what is I mean is in going that extra mile to talk to people to talk to people yeah. It, yeah okay like I, do, I don't have to talk to anyone but yeah I'm going to find out more about the person and this is with my but staff. you have to be vulnerable to go that extra mile though I do but but, but because of like I've dug deep in behavioral science for for a very long time, just there's so many, and I'm going to go into the, the, the small tactics of it because it's not necessarily a tactic, but understanding that little bit of extra mile with some person is, and, and you, you might resonate with someone about the smallest thing. Yeah. It's enough for them to tell you even more about who they are, which then tells me more about how I could help them. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Totally get it. But then you switch to Daniel personal life. Yeah. And I've become a bit more selective, like, as I've gotten older. Yeah. Like, I I don't enjoy small talk. Yeah. Like, I hate uh, with a passion, like, the classic, so, how's work? Yeah. Fucking hate. Oh, my God. But I ask God. you that every Friday. Yeah, but it's different. I know what you're <laughs> asking me, though. I know you, why you're asking, and I know the kind of response you want from me. Whereas when I, you're- in, I just genuinely want the when truth. You're at a, when you're at a child's barbecue and yeah. someone's, uh, and most people asking you, well, let me, I'll ask you, I'll say my statement and then I'll ask you the question. Yeah. I feel like people don't want to know how's work. They kind of, they want to- kind of dig in about how not how bad things are with you how your life compares to theirs yes yeah a lot of people do that though that's what i hate about no small talk. okay okay so that's why i've become is that a- what you gauge a small talk then huh is that what you turn is that what, is that your definition of small talk when it goes into There's that territory different, different sectors of it yeah interesting because my definition of small talk is more like the so how's the weather yeah oh so did you get here by a bus today no i caught a train oh okay so um. Yeah. That's yeah. to me that feels like small talk. But yeah. now I get a different. There's different elements of small like talk. with with me. Like I'll often I'll be speaking to someone right, and I might not resonate too much with them, or like I'm just trying to think of an example. Like I might go up to them, and they might be wearing a Lakers jersey. Yeah. I have no. I, I don't. I don't know basketball. Like I know the teams. I know some players. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um. But. I'll kind of, with my industry and my background, if I, my version of small talk and making small talk valuable for that person, I'm not going to ask him how's, how's work. I'm going to be like, oh, Lakers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how, you know, um, is that who you support or is that, is that, are you a collector of jerseys? Yeah. 
and then that's it. It's done. Do you know that's what I mean? That's the interesting part, though. Yeah. Because if, if- I could easily be like, oh, you know, and obviously rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. But it's like, oh, yeah, did you hear about the Kobe thing? Yeah, man. It's like, that's just the, that's just like me putting my foot into a lukewarm bath. Like, yeah. I want to... I want to go, are you a collector of jerseys or are you a Lakers fan? And then yes. if they say I'm a Lakers fan, I've got questions for that. Or yes. if they're a collector of jerseys, yes. I want to know what else you collect. So then I can kind of segue into something okay. else. So I I feel like me, I try a little bit harder with small talk. Yeah. I get annoyed with the how's the weather Okay. or how's work. It's like, come on, you're not you're not trying enough. Yeah. So I feel like small talk is could be really valuable, but I, I hate it when it goes down that path because you, you've you've lost me. Yeah, but you genuinely want to find something that's is I, it? You- I want to find something to talk to you about. Okay. Whatever so, it is, because yeah, I feel like with my industry, yeah, I'm very fortunate that I know a little about a lot. Yes. So I've got like a cert two in everything. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I've done the introductory course to everything, but I've never completed anything. Because you've touched on lots of Because I've touched on everything. Like I'm that type people. of guy in a, in a conversation where, and I often sometimes will have to pull myself back because I don't want to come across as the guy that knows everything. Yeah. But I'll often have met someone that's a spear fisherman. Yeah. Or I've met someone that's, and um, they've spoken an to antique. you about how they tie the spear on the end of the stick and they've carved yeah, it and type uh, of fish they catch. Exactly. Like, so you just inherently know lots about lots of things. Little like a things. little bit about So lots I'll be talking to a fisherman and they'll be like, oh, so this is how you do it. And then I'll f- complete their question for yes. them. And they'll look at me like, oh, how, the, oh, how did you, how know, you that? know that? Yes. So then they'll throw a whole bunch of other jargon at me and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just turn it down yes. a bit. I only know that bit because I've got a spear fisherman that that it comes and sees me. Yes. So because of that, because of my, again, my being spoilt for choice with, with conversations, I feel like small talk is really valuable. If you ask proper questions, questions, yes. Questions that are not only, it's not about you. Like, have you ever heard of the term chi vampire? So no, chi, chi in, Oh, trying to steal everyone's energy. Yes. So chi mm. in Chinese means energy yes. and a vampire obviously sucks blood. Yes. Right. So I don't want to be a chi vampire. I want to, in, in in reverse, essentially, I want to be able to give you what something. What would a chi vampire do? Essentially, just goes around to a, to a group of people and tries to take, 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 take. In and what way, though? Just taking from, like, just trying, just grab stuff. Like, there's ways of grabbing information. Yeah. But there's a, a way of kind of giving back. Is, would a chi vampire be like, oh, yeah, I've done that too. That's what I you get up to. And then they just leave it and go to someone yeah. else. Because oh, okay. what they say, sure. what that example of you just said, that's just them peacocking and yep. telling everybody in that group or that person that that not that they're better than that person Would but that be I've been there vampire? I've been there done that that's a chief vampire to me mm, okay I've done that yeah I've done that it's like okay it's great but what are you adding to this conversation Nothing. okay so I want to be able to and do they come across as like to noticeably dick. dicky yeah okay cool look, look you may you may you may have done you may have done it good yeah. for you but don't just leave. Yeah. Tell me something that where you're on the bottom of the totem pole and you can provide provide value for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Like if we're really gonna strip back small like small talk, right? Yeah. And it generally happens in some form of a gathering. Yeah. It's generally gatherings, weddings, parties, conferences. Yeah. We're human beings. We're trying to develop in some way, some form, right? And conversation is 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 one way of being is one way of developing. Yeah. And I feel like small talk should be exactly that is a way of developing how to speak to people, but honestly, how to provide value for others. Yeah. But at the same time, get value for yourself. Yeah. That's yeah. Is, is essentially what it is. So 
I'm kind of I feel like I'm going back around in circles. No, no, but no, like, I, I, like I feel like at the same time, I'm very selective with small talk because of my industry. Yeah. Because I know the chief the chief vampires out there. And like, you know, gatherings are exactly that. Like we take our two-year-olds and our three-year-olds to a, uh, you know, a kid's birthday party. We're yeah. surrounded by other adults. Well, what else are we going to do for the next hour and a half? We've got to talk. Do you mm. know what I mean? We don't have to talk. Mm. That's the thing that I've got. I've, I've said to Tash before. It's like, just because there's people there. Doesn't mean you have to talk. Doesn't mean you have to talk. Mm. So that's the other element of small talk. It's like, you don't actually have to do it either. Yep. Because I feel like that's saving you time and saving me time. Like, I'm, I don't want to like, well, you know, it's going to sound really bad, but if I don't feel like I can provide you the value. value and if I feel like, and I could be completely wrong because that person may be super interesting, yeah. but if I feel like you're not going to provide me value, well, there's probably no point neither of us wasting our breath. Yeah. I find myself in situations like that sometimes in crowds though. And I think it's because if I'm in a crowd... And I have to talk to people and kind of level up just because I'm a natural introvert. Like yeah. it takes a, quite a bit of energy, but then I find myself in the middle of a gathering where I kind of need to sit back and I'll open up my phone. It might look antisocial to an extrovert, but it's not, it's me regathering some energy. Cause it's like, I find it exhausting. Like if I go to a big event within the first 30 minutes, if I really put in the effort and talk to people, I'm spent for the day. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If you didn't have that, what? How would you recharge? Because I know you, I've, I've noticed you do that. If I didn't have what? Your phone. Yeah. How would you recharge? How would you have recharged in the past? Go for a walk and have a look at okay. the scenery in the place. Go, if there's like a painting on the wall. What happens if you're a in, like, in a group where it kind of looks like if you're present. Yeah. And even if you're on your phone, yeah. it doesn't. It's not going to be deemed as rude. Yeah. But if there was no phones, for example, I'd, and you, I'd just stand back and be quiet and listen to the conversation. Would you still be able to recharge though? Yeah, I yeah. would. But then what usually but happens? But you'd prefer to leave the circle. I would prefer to leave the circle. But what usually happens is there's another person in the circle that's almost like me. Yeah. And then I kind of go off and then we just cross paths again or we kind of just, the rest of the group kind of goes off and then I'm left with one other person. Yeah. And then we start talking about things we've got common interest in where the whole, because for example, if there's like five, six guys all standing around in a circle, right? And they're talking about football and sports or cars or- It's not your thing. Like a lot of like real blokey, blokey stuff. Yeah. Like that traditional- you know, yeah, yeah, I know what you kind mean. Kind of like blokey, the, stuff, blokey stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, I'm like, I, I, I can't resonate. I don't resonate with that because I don't watch sport. Really, yeah. I don't. Yeah, and I don't play sports. I don't. I don't have cars. If someone starts talking about like a a differential or some sort of carburetor type turbo bolt on some shit i have no idea what they're talking about yeah so i listen to it right yeah but i don't but resonate no value with to provide i got no value to provide but then yeah. there's like another person in the group where they're like they don't they don't talk about that but then all of a sudden me and the other person will start talking about like i don't know it could be anything it could be um they might find an interest in how i like write for example like yeah. you know or then they started me questions about that, and then I start talking to them. They're like, "Oh yeah, I'm I've been trying to start like a like a, a sock business," and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. Yeah, well, tell me about that, man. Yeah, because that's that's your your yeah." And then he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah I import socks," and I, this is a random story. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, true, yeah, but yeah, yeah. they might talk about like, "Oh yeah, I import socks," and I'd be like, "So how do you do that? Oh, I get them on a shipping container, like 
how do you, did, can you just like book it online or yeah. and then we just go down and wrap because I'm fascinated about, about the small that. details about random shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I get cool and I'm like, that's really cool. And I'm like, I knew a person who used to do something like that. And then we go into a conversation mm. and then next time when we re-meet, we have a conversation. I just click with that person. So if it's like a school thing where yeah, you may not talk about socks parents again. that go to like say for tomorrow, I got my son. He's got a birthday party. Yeah, I'll go to the birthday party and there'll be like one or two dads there that I click with, and then most of them I see them, but I don't speak to them all the time regularly because I don't click with them a lot. Yeah, but there'll be one or two where we have a conversation. We just kind of just kick know. off where we left last time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, I've been talking too much. Now I need to cough. <laughs> um. So something like that, for example, would trigger me to to want to go into a conversation. But I get fascinated by like the small random details. Yeah. Like the randomest random stories. I feel right? like I could, I've, I'm again. I'm very lucky because of being. It's been like a training thing for me too. I I can do the blokey bloke. I love doing the sock business guy too. Like yeah. I, I love I love it all. I yeah. love it all. I think if I could really niche it down to maybe. I, I can't think of them at the top of my head, but there's one, the one that really stands out to me is your typical, the ones that I don't resonate too well with is a typical corporate. Okay. Like corporate, like events. Yeah. You know, like I've been very fortunate. Um, like my, my brother gets a lot of like corporate kind of tickets to yeah. soccer games and uh, uh, shows and stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of his um, guests and stuff like that, that, that come uh, or that he, that he invites, sorry. Yeah. Are like corporate people. But then he'll be like, oh, this is my brother. And then it's like, so everyone in the table's like, oh, senior something manager, accounting of this or yeah, yeah. or a, uh, or a um, global marketing director. A local something, market, something. And, it's, and I'm not making fun of it no, uh, by but all means. Title, but right? They're a local marketing director or they're a GM or they're this. It's like, oh, so you're, you're um, Jack's brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, and I was, I'd, before I'd say exactly what I did, but now I'm like, oh, I just, I, you know, I run a business. Oh, what is it that you do? I'm like, oh shit. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Try um, oh, I'm a, I'm a therapist. And they go, oh, what kind of therapist? What kind of therapist? And I'm like, oh fuck. I'm like, okay, um, I'm, I'm a neuromuscular therapist. And all of a sudden, it's what like is that. It's like the blowfish <laughs> amongst dolphins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like all this dolphins and you got blowfish just sitting there like <laughs> fuck. So everyone naturally just looks at you like like this like oh interesting like artwork. Do you know? What yeah. I mean? <laughs> So like, I've got nothing to give to those people because it, on on their level, yeah. I've got heaps to give to them. Like as in them's. But you've got nothing to give back. To give on their back level. to them. I find that too. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So then I feel like, ah, oh, what am, what am I going to talk to you about? Because I'm like, like I'm. I've said to you this before. I'd be a terrible corporate. But just I just like that environment isn't for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I find that sometimes. Too. And it's not because again, I'm not bagging the environment or the people at all. It's more. That's just not my my scene, right? Yeah. And I think off the top of my head, that's the first lot of people that I'm like, I just feel like, again, you know, the classic fish out of water type thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Or a blowfish amongst dolphins. So. And do you think people are genuinely interested when you do something completely random? Why wouldn't they? I don't know. If, if I, in, I get very self-conscious about stuff in a like room that. And then I'm like, do I just sound like... Do I sound like a chi vampire now? That's when it kicks in for me. Well, that's what I'm always trying to be conscious because of Because that that's too. what happens to I'm like, oh, like... What do I? Because they're like, oh, so what are you doing? I'm like, um, and then I same thing as you. Like yeah. I start talking about like, like I'm a radio pharmaceutical. Back in then, yeah. it was different. Cause like, oh, what's a radio pharmaceutical chemist? Or what's a you know you're working like nuclear med this and that. That was back then. Now it's like our oh, medical devices and that. Like, oh, okay. And then like, if something goes in onto the topic, like, oh yeah, I'm also a writer and a blogger, and I yeah. also have a podcast. And they're like, 
what do you mean? Like, uh, how, does, how does about? that blend? Yeah. And then some people like spend like a couple of minutes with like, so what do you do when you podcast? I'm like, well, we, we run a podcast each week and what do you talk about? Like, and we talk like, about this and it's like, and, and we, we you, how do you grow anything? it? And it's, it's like, like we just well, we got listeners and then, then they start talking. I'm like, am I talking about myself too much now? No. And well, then, then, then that chi monster, cause you're glad you put the word in it. Yeah. Cause that makes me at that point, I'm like, shit, am I? Am I talking too much about my own self? No, but no, but if they're constantly most people going, don't know podcasters and if, writers and scientists. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But I, I know what you're saying. But if they're constantly but going, I feel why dicky because I'm and, I feel talking about it like too yeah, much. Yeah, but if they're constantly going, how, why, oh, but how do you do this and why do you do that? That's just them. That's them asking you kind of stuff. And yeah. there's that balance as well. When you know, okay, I've talked about myself too much. Now it's time for me to shift it towards them, kind of. Yeah. Thing. Do you know what I mean? I get self-conscious then, and that's when I might shut down. And then people are like. Is everything all right with you? Is something wrong? <laughs> what are you on your phone for? That's so interesting. I'm like, nah, it's like one of two things. I'm either really, really conscious that I'm talking too much or two, I just need to re-energize. Oh, gosh. So I, I wanted to ask you a question with regards to small talk. Is it... Because I've often... like, oh, It's kind of a two-part question. Let me ask you the first one. It's like, is it bad to be selective? In what way? In small talk. With people or in topic? Just in general. What do you mean? Like with people. Okay, let's say people. Yeah. It's like if there's that person over there, like what I was like what I was saying before, like like my like Tash, like my your sister, she'll talk like she feels like if there's a group of people, yeah, she wants to talk to everyone to make okay. everyone feel like happy kind yes. of thing. Or I don't know exactly if it's happy. Just she just doesn't want to come across as rude, so she'll yes. talk to everyone. Whereas I feel like you're happy to stand back. I'm happy to stand back. So am I. Do you think that's bad? It, but that's the thing, because people go, "Is everything all right? Yeah, like, is something wrong with your husband? Like, is, is Ivan all right? Like, is, he's not feeling and I'm well." Not being selective because it's like it's in, in a, and I truly, honestly believe, you know, <laughs> gatherings and small talk is exactly that. It's you're only there to get something from that person, and this <laughs> yeah. is probably something really bad. But it's the tr- I honestly think it's the truth. Yeah, with gatherings and small talk, conferences, it's what I can get from you. Yeah. And how much I can give back to you. Yep. And then if we meet somewhere in the middle, then we've made a connection and potentially a friendship. Or I'm taking as much as I can from you, but then you've realized I've only given you 10% and you fuck me off kind okay. of thing. Do you know what I mean? So it's like- You're, To me, it sounds like you're putting it in a nice way. So you felt you sound like the nicer version of what I was thinking of saying, <laughs> right? So it's not a bad thing then. No, it's not because you, you- Is it okay? Essentially, I I'll put it up right. there to like, the listeners. Is it okay to be selective with small talk? Yes. But I'm, I think so too. No, I, I agree. It is. But the, I'm even, I even take it to the point where... What were you going to say? I was going to say, I feel like... Yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, I, I've, I've, analyzed this, I've analyzed this with my wife, but I almost feel like it's exhausting. It going is. Going out of your way. But that's because you're an introvert to or s- leaning more towards to introversion. small talk. It's like, yes. why are you burning yourself out in these gatherings? Because you want to... But then to- it goes into personality types too. Like I don't feel like in a crowd, and yeah. this is not this is not in a negative. The word can sound negative, yeah, but it's not supposed to be negative. It's just a category of different types of personality types. When you find yourself in a crowd, sometimes there's like people who are like the pleasers in a group, where they yes. want to make everyone that's, you know, happy. That's, a, that's right? a good term, the pleasers. Yeah, right. And it's not because they're oh, trying to please everyone. They they don't feel worth for worth. They don't feel like self worth. It's more like they feel an obligation and duty to want to make sure that. Everyone feels good. Everyone's catered for. They're enjoying themselves. Everyone's mingling and getting along really well. Then there's the people that are like the, I don't even know the categories, but I've kind just, of heard this saying. in the past. But 
Um, just kind of just talking general. People kind just of the general conversation is the ones that kind of fill in the gaps. Then you've got the ones that are like the know-it-alls, the know-it-alls in a group where they're yeah. like they, they everyone has to know about them, and they're mm. the ones. And oh, look what I've done! I've got this new. Oh, Have you, you seen know, my Lambo at the front? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, you know, yeah, it's like oh, I got a new boat, man. The boat's big, and like you know, oh, me and my husband, like we're we caught a we sixteen-foot marlin. Yeah, it's like yeah. we just painted all the handrails in the house, and it's like this new glossy color, and we got a person consultant to come and like choose the colors of the handrails, like. No one gives a shit about your handrail. You shut up, right? You know the thing. I feel like I feel like with conversation now. I feel like Superman. Like you know Superman with like X-ray vision. Yeah. I see those people coming from a mile and away. I, yeah, but I don't want to know about it. So what I was gonna go into. So I'm like say, I avoid them like a plague. So a couple of seconds back, where I was like, you're saying it in the nice way of yeah. what I was thinking. Whereas to me, I'm like sitting in a room and I'm like, there'll be a person. Usually they're like really boisterous and dicky <laughs> and talking about themselves and super alpha. Yeah. And I'm like, go away, alpha male. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. You just come across as a wank. Just don't come next to me. And then they'll try and like have a convo. I'm like, yeah, man, it's all right. It's pretty good. Don't really follow sport. And, so I'll, you, and you're doing the drying out. I'll, See what I'll, I mean? I'll, I'll almost, and they'll get it. They'll you're just, drying I'll, it I'll out. I'll shut them out yeah, because I'm like, just sure. don't. Fuck you, off. you and I aren't going to click. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a type of person I don't want to associate with because you you and I don't resonate. I can see your values are way different. Yeah, I don't want to. And there's then, nothing wrong with but that. But then though. it can come across as I feel like am I being too superior? Where it's like oh, I think life's too short to be a, to <coughs> please everybody and listen to not, everything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just I think so. Some people are I've just been told don't before as well. Oh, that's that's a that's a terrible way to look at. It. You should talk to everyone. I'm like. No, I don't have the energy to talk to everybody. I don't have the... uh, That's exactly right. I don't. I literally talk for like (coughs) 30, 40 hours straight each week about different stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it's like that thing. It's like you eat caviar every day. Someone gives you a hot dog. You're like, eh. I'd eat a hot dog. I know. Sorry, it's a bad example. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like someone gives you... You eat hot dogs every day and someone comes up and gives you another hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of like, well, I'm used to the the diversity of conversations so much that I'm like, I don't don't have actually the energy, but then even if I do, and if you're going to provide something, okay, fair enough. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And I know that sounds really, that's probably coming across as if like, oh, so you're only talking to me because you're going to provide value for me. Sometimes it's not even the conversation itself it's not might not be what they're talking about yeah it's the fact that you care for that person yeah and you might only see him quarterly monthly or whatever and you're genuinely catching up yeah so there's com there's there's small talk and then there's and there's a catch-up there's talk, a catch-up which like, is where you want to kind of get the bits and pieces details of life like, in general so they you can might- leave and go oh yeah they're good they've They've moved into the house, or yeah, their yeah. job settled That's really okay. well. That's okay. It's just a general catch up of people's like lives. More f- and you're, you're catching up with family, and you you genuinely want to know how that person is. Yeah. That's okay. That's almost like a uh, kind of a detoured topic. But there's there's all there's people in family as well that are chi vampires. But like that aspect as well is like it's not all about wanting to get something from someone. But it's yeah. a, I if I feel like a, that person. I, that person's going to give me something. I want to give ten times more back. Yeah, that's that aspect. It's, but- you, you hit, you hit like, you've hit like the vein of a mine when like you've met someone and you're talking to them. Yeah, and they've got these real like nuance, real di- like. If I meet another multi potentialite, yeah, it's all. Over. I'm like, it's all no, not all over, but it's like it's on. It's like on. Like I'm, it's like a match made in heaven, yeah. right? And uh, like I, I'll, I'll be able to sit back. Someone. And listen to them talk about everything, everything, yeah. and then I'll jump in and talk about 
everything yeah. and you just have these conversations, right? Yeah. That's good. That's good. But I don't but to me I'm like if I'm in a crowd of people and there isn't one there, I think it's completely okay for me just to not talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, and I'd quite if no one actually said or felt if I didn't feel like I had eyes on me judging me, yeah. I'd quite comfortably sit in a room for 2 hours by yourself. By myself. I've done that before as well. And not talk to anyone I've if I don't resonate before. with them. I've done that before. And I'd leave there and feel just as good as if I had of clicked with a bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> and if I had have found my multi-potentialite and not found my multi-potentialite, I'd probably feel exactly the same. Yeah. Not because I wouldn't get any joy out of it, but that would make me feel good yeah. and I wouldn't feel bad. Yeah. And I wouldn't... And that's only if people wouldn't like go, oh, you know, like he's he's a bit rude. Like if they genuinely like, oh, he's just a quiet guy. No, yeah. you know, I could quite comfortably Because I've also another aspect of what you've just mentioned, like looking from the outside in... I wonder how I've always I've I've also wondered how I people would perceive me yeah. if I've gone that extra mile to please and how and if they're analyzing me talking to someone else and I don't actually really want to talk to that person <coughs> how it how it actually looks mm-hmm. I would rather I would rather be perceived as the person that's just gone downstairs and ignored everybody yep. as opposed to listening to someone and just kind of doing the whole yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Like disinterested. Like I would rather not. L- I would rather not look disinterested talking to someone as opposed to ignoring. Because when someone. there's a person who's disinterested, it's, you I can. Think gen- it's, they're I like they'll ruder. pick up their phone and they'll be like, "Oh my god!" They'll look around and be like, "Oh my god, I just want to go." I think that's worse. I just want. Oh my god, it's so boring. Like, yeah, I want to go and home. they're doing it right in front of that. That's person. different. Never been like that. If I'm just sitting there quietly and just like. But the problem is, is my facial muscles don't move. <laughs> so it probably moves. looks like I'm that type probably of person. Probably looks even worse. <laughs> it probably looks even worse because I'm sitting there like... Someone's probably looking been... at me with his dry, sour face. But inside, I'm like... I actually look around and I and I look around and I smile. And I look at a lampshade. I'm like, that's a really nice looking colored wow, lampshade. That's a, that's a really and I'm smiling design. when I'm looking at it. But people are probably thinking like, look at this guy judging the walls. I'm like, it's not <laughs> yeah. like that. That's a good point. I wish people could just like... Telekinetically, just get it. Get it. No, I wish you that's could just not gonna happen. get it. It's not going to happen. People just need to stop judging others. Judging you. <laughs> just stop judging me because I don't know. It's your facial muscles. Maybe you need to do like facial exercises. I think I need like a facial muscle coach. Like, I personally don't like my smile. Why? As in, like, I like my smile, but when I'm like super laughing, like my cheeks are really fat. Like, if I laugh. But you look happy though. Like, I look at these like little shitty bitty eyes. Yeah, but you look, and I look, you look genuinely almost, happy. I look chunky in the face. <laughs> So I almost feel like, oh, I smile, hey, and like my eyes go like all funny. At least your face go, moves. Yeah, I well, there's two extremes. Yours doesn't, mine, mine, mine does too like, much. You know when you got those mad people who get like a face full of like Botox and like stuff, and they're like they just walk around like like all day, just like their face <laughs> like that. Whereas mine's like I've just had cement put in. I'm just like, they got the uh, what are they called the duck lip face. Yeah. Oh. oh man, I don't know, but there was this one time, right? This is like for conversation. Going full circle back, like the whole conversation starting thing, I used to find it difficult to walk up to people and start a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. But now having looked at this whole conversation we've just started now, it does have an element of like, so what do you do for work and kind of stuff? Yeah. And I know that sometimes has sometimes to happen. It's, you, sometimes it's a good icebreaker. Yes. Right? Like and, I get it has to happen sometimes. Because I used to find it really difficult to know what to say to people when I've never even met them at an event. Yeah. And it was a good marketing technique thing where if you are, if you do find yourself in a, like in a crowd of people, it's like 
how do you start a conversation when you don't know what to say? Yeah. And I went to this, um, I heard this guy talk once. He, they One company I used to work at bought this guy in and he had this technique where he's like, he called it Ford. And I've since looked it up online and um, Ford like a, a lot of people Ford? use it. It's an acronym. Oh, okay. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> um, and it's an acronym and it's like, if you're in a, in a crowd full of people or a networking event and you have to start a conversation, because some people listening to us now, and they'll just get what we're saying. Yeah. Then there's other people that are like, oh, no, no, no. I'd actually like to talk, talk to people, but I just don't know how to start a conversation. Yeah. They actually want to do that, but they suck at starting conversations. Yeah. So this guy brought up this thing called Ford, and it was a good conversation starter where it's like F in Ford is like family. Okay. Whereas if you walk up to a crowd, you're like, oh, so who, who are you here with? And then it's like oh, I'm here with my 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 team, okay. my work colleagues. Okay. Oh yeah. So how many have you got in your team? And then you roll onto that. Oh, I got four people. Okay, cool. And you've been with the company for a while. Yeah. So and what's your role in that team? Blah blah blah. And then it's like, and then the next thing would if they don't go into that, it's like oh, I'm here with my son. Oh, okay. Are they do they play for the team? And you go into that conversation. And yeah. the next thing is oh, it's like what do you do for work? And then it's they talk about their career. Yeah. And then the next thing is the R, which is oh, isn't like, there an O? O is occupation. Occupation. Okay, yeah, work, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Right? So I probably should have said that. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. I just assumed. Anyway. <laughs> Your resting bitch face just glazed over it. <laughs> and then the next one, so F is like, who are you here with? Family or friends? O is whatever. occupation. O is R occupation. Is... What do you do for work? R is recreation. So, and then you roll into it's like, oh, so they're talking about work and I run a big company or I'm really busy running a small business or I work for myself or I work in corporate. It's like, oh, that must keep you really busy. Like, what do you do to like chill and relax? Like, well, what do you do for the recreation? What yeah. do you do on the weekends? Yeah. And then it's, oh, you oh, know, I race cars, or I, I, I sail boats, or I do rowing, or yeah. I rock climbing, or some random stuff, right? So people yeah. start talking about that. It's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. So, oh, do you have any ambitions to take your work or your dream, like the recreation, like somewhere in life later on? Like, what, what are your dreams like about a side that? Like, business and then it's like the whole D is like the dreams or where do you see yourself going? What happens if you go F-O-R-D in like two minutes? Then it's move on to the next person, rinse and repeat. Okay. Right? But the idea Seems is... so dry though. No, I know. But if you do it genuinely, it's it's uh, to me, it was the icebreaker. Whereas yeah, okay. I guess if you're if in a you crowd of people to, and you know you enough. feel like you have to network for whatever reason. Yeah. Like your boss goes, right, I need you to go to this conference and collect names. Yeah. Or I need you to go and meet and greet these people. Yeah. You, you know, find out this, this, and this, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, how do you go up to someone and do that? Do you just walk up and be like, hi, I'm Ted and I work at blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I want to be like, that's hard. It's hard. It's so, how do you hard. do it? Yeah, Ford, F-O- icebreaker. Yeah, fair enough. Fair and enough. then it's, then you start talking. And then if you know all your sales techniques, this and that, you, just you go. can kind of link on you might some of the just stuff get stuck they on say. F for like you might minutes. just get stuck on F. F. Yeah. But the idea is, for some people, it's supposed to give them something to talk about. Yeah. Look, I guess if I, if I retrospectively look back at it, like kind of like hindsight, if I didn't do what I did and if I just worked, in and amongst the team day in, day out, I probably would be in the same boat. And I probably would rely on the Ford method yeah. as well because I'm naturally not like that. I'm just lucky that I get, you know, like I said, I've got a cert two in everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, I think when you've got little bits and pieces about people, it's easy to just to kind of just throw something in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But um, I guess at first instance, it kind of seems dry, but I get why it's been created. It's a technique. It's, it's a, technique. a technique to break the ice and start. Yeah. Start a like a conversation. Well, it's only going to get harder. What will? 
Just conversation in general. Why? Because it's just social media and stuff like that. People. I have... find it's easier though now. Nah, because pe- people don't like. Not that they don't know how to talk. It's like they don't know the art of conversation. To me, it's made they, it... they're constantly people are referencing now a lot. That's true. Do you know what I mean? Because it's all about. But is that what... still not conversation? Just because you're referencing? No, no, no. It's not. But it's like it's like is that, are we all just going to just reference everything now? Because there'll be times. Can't we some... talk about opinions? Can't we talk about? Um, you know, I think that's white. Oh no, I think that's grey. Oh no, I think that's off white. Actually, it's like there's none of that. It's like no, no, no. Uh, let me look it up. Google says that no, no, it, it, it's it's that. Do you know? There's a lot of kind of like. Yeah. There's no the diversity oh, see, is I, lessened I, a little. I bit. use this the social media thing, whereas if I'm in a it's group not a of bad people, thing as well. I'm and they're like starting to talk about something. I'm like. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that you posted it on Instagram or on Facebook. It's a reference. It's a reference. But yeah. then I'll be like, where did you get that from? Yeah. And then I go into the conversation about it. It's like, oh, I remember you mentioning that once that's online. What like, that's what I'm saying. So it's but like, is that it's, not good, though? And it's almost it helps like, people connect when they haven't connected physically for a It's almost like time. an open book exam. That's how I see it. It's like, it's still an exam, but it's like you can still go through and go, so, you know, it, give me, describe eight things of this. You're like, oh, I don't know all of them. So I'm just going to quickly ch- 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 skim through and go, yeah, I got it. I got it. I think that's a benefit. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not a benefit. I'm saying it's all it is now. Mm-hmm. I think it's most of it is referencing, referencing everything. As, ra- as opposed to deep conversation. Deep conversation. I think it takes vulnerability to go into deep conversation. I, I I love a good deep conversation. I I I resonate with people that I can sit down with, feel comfortable, and just talk about stuff. Yes. And the more I actually feel more comfortable with that person when they know so much more about me that would deem vulnerable. Yeah. But I actually like I like the fact that that person knows about me to a certain level that at any point in time, if I need to lean on them. I can just talk and they just know. Yeah. That's me personally. That's yeah. like my ultimate... If, if if you can combine small talk, referencing, uh, you know... Uh, Another Corporate events, this, this and that. All this, if it, ultimately, to, to me, if I could... If I could get that one person that I can turn into, a, you know, the classic D&M. Yeah. Um, that's, that's an... I like a good stripped back raw conversation. I've got another question for you. Um... Actually, I don't even know what my question was going to be now. I brain farted. <laughs> no, I do know what the question's going to be. There it is. You farted it back into my brain. This was going to be the question, right? No, I lost it again. No, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Can you have... Do you think that you can have lots of those type of people? Or do you feel like you can manage lots of those type of people, like relationships like that in your life? Mm-hmm. Or do you find yourself only... Or being only able to have one or two of those type of relationships. I'm not actively seeking them. I think it just happens organically. That was a deep answer. Mm-hmm. Shit. All right. I think it just happens. It's like it's, it's like love, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't like you love everybody. I mean, in a romantic way, you can't. You know, it's like okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not actively going. I need to find a deep and meaningful partner to talk about my stuff because then because that, then that's gonna come, that's gonna come across as like, whoa, shit, dude, you're telling me way too much. It just happens. Okay, I was gonna admit something, but now I'm gonna sound desperate. Okay, say it. No, I was, no, no, I was gonna say, say, it, is, say it. But I find myself in life sometimes yearning to have a person, um, if I don't get to interact with them all the time, that yeah. I can 
like talk with if I'm not like with my my wife knows my whole life right so I talk to her every day yeah but if I'm not at home then who am I going to talk to where I can go into that thing because if I'm with you I'm in my element yeah if I'm at home fully comfortable I can talk yeah if I'm out and about there's not really other people that I know but I find myself wanting to have like a good solid conversation with people mm-hmm. so I will like sometimes think oh like it'd be good if I it'd could be have- cool if I had like a a net like no, no I wouldn't say network because that's uncomfortable. Yeah. But like, like a what's the word like? M- mastermind sounds real like a like networking group, thing. networking club. Not really networking club, but like a, a common. Th- I've even tried to seek out, for example, like a blogging group. Yeah. Where once a week you all get together, you eat pizza, yeah, and you blog and talk about, about blogs, yeah, because it's something interesting and where you just like that's all you focus on, that's all you talk with, and as soon as you walk into the room, yeah, you know by default, yeah, that everybody likes the same thing, yeah, so you just feel comfortable, you know, you walk in there and you be like, hey, you're hey. a blogger, you're a blogger, oh, you're a blogger, G- yeah. guess what, you're a blogger, yeah, like, and you just talk, like I've I've found myself wanting to have that, yeah, so I can have good conversations like that, yeah, look, I. I I'm with you there. I think there's there's just two different aspects to it. I think like I just said to you, like, I'm not actively seeking it. It just happens organically. I think it may not happen for you now. Like that extra one or two people. It may be your son mm. when he's 20, but yeah. he's only eight at the moment. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It may be like something that you start later like I, later on and then you might be it might be a mentor aspect or something like that yeah. like i feel like I, I i know what you're saying yeah but i think when you're not actively seeking it it just kind of something like that just kind of happens Whether that's a very a, relationship philosophy but it's, though, it, right? but it's that's what relationships are like i'm not yeah, saying a bad thing that's true it's that's a compatibility it thing yeah i get it like there's some people that you just you know, you just fall straight into them. And it's, it, oh, it happens. I've got like quite a few clients that I could very easily um, go down that route with them. But I cho- obviously choose not to because of a professional standpoint. Of course. Because um, obviously I take my job very seriously. And if I know yep. if I know how to open that gate, it would flood straight in. Yep. But I know where to put the locks on the barriers. Yeah. So, so I can keep it professional. I, I find that as even being a manager of a team where sometimes you know there are some people that you'd really click well with yeah. on a friendship level in a team. And then you're like, because I'm the manager, I can't really be super friendly because then like how do you become can you can you can you still be a really good leader but really 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 friendly as well and get yeah. along really well mm-hmm. that sometimes has happened like in lots of different places of work it's where the, i know i'm going to click with someone yeah and it's not until like if they're like a co-manager for yeah. example where i've gotten along really well with people because i know like we're all on the same team as managers then i feel like i can do it but there's, if, like, if i'm so leading someone it's a bit of a challenge though. that's the problem is with relationship compatibility seeking uh partners of like not 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 um relationship partners but partners to talk to thing to talk to people about yeah there's so many roadblocks and it often there is a work thing as well like you could very well be the manager of the office but you sit down one day at a work conference and you've in because you're the you're the manager and you've invited not just the managerial team you've invited the whole office yeah and you happen everybody to sit back and stand like stand around and slowly slowly the night everybody goes away and everyone's kind of having drinks or just sitting back and you're talking to the receptionist yeah. right and you just really find this real niche about this person and you start talking to them yeah but then you know 
it's going to be the classic, oh, well, if I keep going with this and start going out to lunch with the receptionist, it's going to look like the classic, oh, it's the boss and the receptionist. Yeah. So there's barriers. There's a lot of like invisible barriers and yeah. perceptions that people create that then allows you to go, well, if I actively pursue this, it's going to essentially, well, we like, I can't be, I, that can't happen because the board of directors might not allow it to happen. Uh, yeah. Or it'll make, it might make that person feel uncomfortable amongst the other receptionists because they're trying to climb the ladder or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I gave an example. It could there, be, right? any, yes. That's it could one, be any example, one, but that's, that's a classic, that's, right. ex, that's a classic yeah. example. So there's a lot of barriers yeah. that stop, that stop relationship. Many professional like doctors, for example, probably couldn't have fr- friendships and relationships, friendships with like, Patients. patients. Patients is a classic one. You can't because patient dog, like you things can't. like that. For you just example. can't. And I have that as well. Like I can tell there's a lot of clients yeah. I've got. I could click like that. Yeah. I could easily go, hey, what are you doing over here? You want to just parents catch and up? teachers at schools. Classic. Can't. Kids classic. gonna get favoured in the classroom. Classic. Yeah. Classic. I get it. So it's always there. Yeah. There's, it's it's there. Yeah. If it's not that it's hard to find. I think there's just barriers. Yeah. I think there's a lot of barriers. Because <sighs> I could genuinely have like lots of clicks i could have like a, a blogging click i can have like a like an astrophysics click i can have like a violin club click i can have like all these different things where if i had enough days in the week and time i could meet up for an hour each time with them yeah. as long as i feel the energy to keep doing it yeah and feel really good because i'm like in all these little different clubs. i feel things. like i feel like those groups are tricky though because they might be an astrophysics person and they're into astrophysics for example but yeah. then like if the moment you've gone, all right, guys, warm me up again next Tuesday. Yeah, okay. You're walking, you're walking out the door, and you're like, "So what are you doing on the weekend?" You're like, "Oh, dude, I'm doing something completely like against your ethics." Yeah, and you're like, "Holy oh, shit, that I just kind of like freaking like, ruin that." So all of a sudden, your perception of that person, I find, I has found changed myself in that situation. You're like, "Oh, this guy's like, such a cool dude," and then he's yes. like, he does something that's like you know what it used to be completely for me? completely like i'm not even going to give an example because i just obviously doesn't want it to become judgy or whatever but like you're walking out of the door like oh that was a good session oh, i can't believe that the moon does this and whatever oh that's awesome so what are you doing weekend i'm i go and get pissed every weekend and you're like that's how i used to be though yeah. right because i was very judgy, judgy. With the whole alcohol yeah, yeah, thing yeah. And I've then, like, learned not to be judgy. But that's but that was a big thing for me for because I'd be like talking to someone, talking to someone. They're like, "Oh man, so you want another drink?" I'm like, "No nah, man, nah, I'm, man, cool. I'm like, good. Oh man, like, oh fuck. Sometimes I get real pissed out. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Like, we're what? sitting here talking about black holes and like <laughs> the origin of the universe, and now you're sitting here telling me about like how much liters of vodka you drink in your life. I'm like, you're a dick. <laughs> that's <laughs> and then how my you, self talk comes in. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's how you used to be, and I'm like. It's like, oh, oh man, I, can't, I, saw, like oh, I can't, can't wait to go home and get baked. Yeah. You're like, what? Oh, I'm, I'm like, going to have like five edibles and like disappear for three days. Yeah, you're I'm like, like, what the fuck? What? You, you, you might talking to the same guy. Yeah, like, exactly. So you know? I feel like that. I find Or it's like, even worse. You've had the mad conversation. You've left like, oh, that person's really cool. Like, I, I think we might catch up one time. And then someone else who knows I'm like, you catch up with them? You're like, yeah. Really? Like, oh, they don't you seem know like the type of person you catch up with. Like. What do you Why? mean? Like, and they tell you, man, they're yeah. like big on smoking pot. I'm like, nah, like, yeah, like really, but they're like space. Nah, man, they're high like all the time. Like, oh fuck, so you just lose a friend. <laughs> yeah, I used to be like that too, but now it's just like, oh, I I have 500 edibles. I'm like, oh, that's a shame. But uh, you're still a good bloke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I'm just like, oh, I'm not gonna judge you for doing that. It's obviously whatever you do in your pastime or whatnot. But like, that wouldn't be my deep and meaningful person because that no. again, there's they that fall barrier. into the bucket, the category where if you get if you if you happen across paths again, yeah, you have a chat, yeah, but then you leave there and you leave the chat there. That's it. it was a good chat when it was there. That's right. And they go in that bucket. 
that's the majority of people. Yeah. There's only for me, maybe two, three, maybe, maybe two or three people yeah. that I know that I can go like just deep down and just go down this like... I probably have one person. Like, like I said, like maybe two or... May, I'd probably say, I definitely know I've got two, yeah. maybe three. Yeah. It's like go down this like, you know, the classic rabbit hole of... And they tell you things that you're like, oh, wow. Usually our Friday dinners are like that. So if yeah, I put that be. as the collective, sometimes Friday dinners It's a more collective, like deep and If meaningful. I had to one, pick one person... It's probably you. Oh, cheers, man. <coughs> That's why we got this podcast. We go <laughs> yeah. deep into the conversation. Yeah. Um, and then I can talk to my wife about anything. So often we go off into like a mad tangent and talk. But if I go real technical, she just like... She loses. I kind of lose her. Yeah. Because, not because she doesn't get what I'm saying, but she kind of just... You know, it's, that's the thing. With I, because I focus on so much, my, I get like... I get stuck on like the detail. Yes. So if I'm looking at a telescope, I'm like, you know oh, what? This, there is that. The, There is one particular screw on it where it's got like this mad spring thing and you turn it and it tweaks it and it'll like move the degrees in the pa- and then you can like move it it really shifts to like parallax in the planet thing and she's just like Ivan, what are you talking about what the fuck like, are you talking about it's really interesting babe i really i just i just don't get it like you but oh, i'm happy to listen i'm like <laughs> it's all right it's okay it's i won't keep talking about the one screw yeah and i am and i'll, I'll be quite happy to talk it's about it's a cli- i'm again i'm just fascinated the one particular detail the relationship compatibility like there's often that case with like you've got that best friend yep. from school for yep. example everyone's got everyone's had it yep. everyone's had it i'm going to paint this picture <coughs> that everyone's experienced before um and it's like your best friends, whether it's from kindergarten to year 12 or year 7 to year 12 or something like that. But then something just happens yeah. where it's just like the fire goes out. Not an amber. <clears throat> it just goes out. And there's this resentment. There's this kind of like guilt that happens where you're like, we used to be bros. bros yeah. Like what happened? And I feel, and I try and tell people a lot of the times with this, I think it's completely fine. I feel like there's certain levels of relationship compatibility where if things fizzle out, you know what often that's from. But just before you go on, like I often though think, yeah, when the flame is out and there is no amber and you're forcing it, that's when things can go wrong as well. That's a good point. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, like I've noticed that with with myself. Yeah. In, in my own situations with people, and I often talk to them, and I'm like. Haven't you ever just thought that maybe, you know, it's a classic, you've kind of just gone, you know, your own paths. That's you know what, what I was going to say. It's like, it's not that they're a bad person. No. It's not that they're not cool anymore. It's not that you're a bad person and you're not cool anymore. It's just, you're just doing your own things. Yeah. I think it's... It There's comes, like stages in life. That's what I was going to say. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's the same thing. It could it could very be, be your own very sister or brother or a close cousin yeah. or something like, we used to be like so close and then what happened? Yeah. Nothing happened. It yeah. just fires go out yeah that's just what happens you know what i mean and then you find yourself clicking with a whole new people it might be your uni group or it might be someone that you work weekend shift work with or whatever it might be and yeah it's it's i hope our flame doesn't go out (laughs) (laughs) i hope we don't get like a burning because the only thing i'm gonna have left is the episode to read back and listen (laughs) to and just like Just Get listen to it and drink a bottle of wine. <laughs> Get by, We used to be journey to wherever. <laughs> We're going to reference James Blunt in this a lot. Um, yeah, look, 
it's it's funny. You can't I totally look, agree. You can't Stages look into the future life. and be like, nah, man, it's <clears> never going to happen. Like, I, right at this present moment, no, I don't see it happening. There's a lot of, like, sticking points. It's like, I'm married to your sister. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Our kids are super close. Yeah. You know what I mean? But We're bound by blood. But, you know, like, they, they're playing with each other right now. Okay? Yeah. They're like, these kids are like... It's almost like they came from the same womb, but they yep. didn't. It's really bizarre sometimes. They just get along. But they really just well. they get along really well. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised yeah. as they get older if they kind of drift apart. They just drift apart. It would be a shame, but yeah. it's just it's just it happens. Is, it happens. It happens. No, you know I know. What I, mean? I think it. But but it's when whether it's the, the parents telling him to go. Oh, it's your cousin. Come on. Yeah. Or it's if it's them themselves going. Hey, man, you're my cousin. Come on. Yeah. I think if the flame goes out, it just. It goes out. Yeah. It's it's as sad as it sounds. It just goes out. I, I agree. I think I think you you hit the nail on the head. And I was going to kind of allude to the my view of it, and I agree. It's different times in life, like different stages in life. Sometimes you have kids. People don't have kids. Yeah. Your your life's about you know on weekends running around for soccer and stuff, but yeah. they don't get it because they're not they don't a, have a family they're not yet. They're at that stage in their they're life not at that stage yet. Lot yet. yet. You, you're, you've got a partner. They don't have a partner. Yeah. Um, you've settled down in a career. They're still trying to find theirs. Like there's lots of different things they, where you you've just... settled down in your career and they're happy to go traveling or something yeah, like that. And you, you know just, I mean? your paths kind of like just shift apart. They like different things. They have their own clique themselves, their own little group that mm-hmm. they tend to hang around and you might not like their group and they might not like who you hang out with, but you two connect really well. Yeah. So you don't like And sometimes there's things often. holding you back as well though. And you can like, when people get held back in a relationship, uh, whether it's uh, like a, a work relationship or an actual relationship relationship, you're holding that person back from being who they actually really want to be. Yeah. I learned this myself very, very early on. I kind of realized, oh shit, like I didn't realize the power of this. Because, like, I used to have a girl that used to work for me, yeah. right? And um, did a lot of training. So, I invested a lot of time. Yeah. Um, you know, more so, than, not in the money aspect, but the time for me was money, right? Yeah. But, like, just, I gave a lot. Yeah. And this girl went on holidays. Yeah. She came back. It just wasn't the same person, okay. right? Not to, not a bad way, just wasn't there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And for my own selfish interests, I kept kind of trying to force the whole, oh, you know, you're back at work now. It's trying. It's time to like, you know, switch on. And I was trying to kind of pepper up and say, yeah. you know, this is what we got to do. And just, the, I was like, I was like doing the classic, you know, the flint with the, uh, trying to start a fire. Yeah, if I'm yeah. using fire as an analogy. Caught a ferrocerium rod. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was just, there was no, there was no flint left. I'm just like, yeah scraping ching 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 but for whatever reason when they traveled they found something different and they weren't fully vested in the whole career you would have otherwise thought that were going to build what there. i've personally selfishly invested, invested in them yes and when it clicked and i just went and for with this girl specifically she might be listening and, she, and I've, we've had this conversation before and i've said to her and I knew what her what it was. She just she got not necessarily the travel bug, yeah. but she wanted to like live and work, live and work overseas. Okay. She realized that the industry that she was in, yeah, was something that she was interested in. Somewhere else. She found her calling card. Okay. And and I at and when I was doing this, it was almost like, why, Daniel? Why do you feel like you want to do this? This isn't actually not the best thing for you at the time. How yeah. I was thinking, and I was like. Sat her down. I was talking, speaking to her, and I just kind of just we're having lunch, and I just like, so you know what I reckon you should do? 
And she was like, oh, I don't know. And I think she thought I was going to say, oh, can you go and you know ring these people up or can you do some filing or something like that? And yeah. she, I said, I reckon you should go travel overseas. And she yeah. was like, what? What does that mean? And I'm like, yeah, I think I think you should just, just this is what, just what you want to do, right? And yeah. she's like, uh, um, yeah, 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 it's what it is what I want to do. And then it, it almost gave her permission. Permission to her just work, do what she was going to do. Employer work. So our relationship as an employer, like employer-employee, I was effectively terminating it, but it was for her. Yeah, which she probably wanted, but she wanted it, but she didn't want to do it. Not get permission, but kind of... Well, it was a, it was a, she was getting paid well. Yeah. It was paying her bills. Yeah. It was like, it was like the link that was tying her to... I think that's what makes a good manager though. If you... I just saw it. Yeah, it wasn't the, I think it, that's it, important it took, though. It, it, was a, it was a hit for me. It there's was like, many companies that I was won't like, oh, do fuck, that. This just sucks now. I've got to train someone again. And but for that reason, you're you're selfless in that's what you were willing to to kind of encourage her to do, so she can go off and find her own yeah. thing and do her own thing. But there's many companies that are like, no, 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 we're not going to let people go to the show because we just want them to conform to the box. Yeah, we just want to stay in the cubicle, or stay in the room, stay in the box. Go this way, keep doing it. We don't want to lose them. Yeah, and and they don't let them grow. They they won't send them on the extra course. They won't train them a bit extra. They won't give them a, a bit of extra. Uh, not what's it? What's the word? Like information about the role that can make them better because it'll just keep them at the level that they're at. Yeah. Some companies don't do that. Some employees don't do that. They just hold them back. Yeah, hold them back. I think if you go into a team and you're like, look, if I can get twenty four months out of this person let's, on the team, let's solid. You've won. So for 24 months, I'm going to give you everything I can. I'm hoping you're going to give everything back to your role. Yeah. I'm going to give you as much as you can. And along the way, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm showing you this because for your CV, for your career, it's to your benefit, wherever yeah. you choose to go later And you're not on. bullshitting them. You're, just you're fully the transparent, fully. Yeah. Then they'll give as much as they can for you. They'll put their investment in there knowing that one day they're going to move on and you're in a good spot. Both of you are in a good spot in that regard. And you just said something like really, really clear cut there transparency transparency it's true like in and just going back to the whole me oh when i'm in a group of people that person doesn't look like they're going to give me something or me give them something that's just me being transparent yeah i'm being honest yeah do you know what i mean it's like transparency is the key with communication as well it's like if you can't be transparent with someone and tell them this is what i actually want out of this yes then you're you're being not necessarily disloyal, but you're in a sense not being honest either. Some people find it difficult to say this is what I expect out of something because it's like it's always all about you. It's all about you. But if you, but if you frame it, it's like I'm going to tell you exactly what I hope to get. but yeah. You don't say that first. Yeah. If you if you say, look, I well, you can't even do that. But it's just about laying the cards out on the table and say this is what I really want to get out of the situation. Yeah. But what do you really want to get out of the situation? Yeah. Lay it out there. Feel comfortable. Tell me. Well, yeah. Where do you want to go in your life? What do you want to, what go do, you want to do? What do you want out of me? What do you want, What can I do for you to facilitate you getting yeah. that? Yeah. I'll let you know what I need because yeah. we've got a role to achieve. We've got things to do. And, and, that, that. and that could be on all levels of relationship. It it's like, could be anything in general. It, you know, it, it, as R-rated as this might, as, as as might come across, like relationship, it's like, is this just sex? Yeah. This is what I want. Oh, the other person's like, oh, but I thought we were boyfriend, girlfriend. You need to understand. You need to understand. What, oh, yes. okay. And then not lead that person on. Yes. Do you know what I mean? If it's mates and we've like, you know, we used to be kindergarten to year 12 mates, yep. but I'm still dragging you with me because yep. I've got this resent, like I should still be doing that. 
then we're not being transparent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If it's like a boss relationship with an employer and I'm keeping you because I've invested time but you, you don't want to be here, yeah. that's not being transparent yeah. either. Do you know there's this transparency. It, it takes a level of courage to want to to be able to be that transparent yeah. as well. Um, it's just, it, there's a lot of different examples. Like one that just comes to mind now is like when I first, you know, when I got the business and you're trying to like do a lot of marketing and networking and all this kind of stuff. And I honestly got sick with the classical networking marketing because yeah. it's like I felt like I was doing a lot of darting around the bush yep. to get what I want, which yep. is more clients. Yes. Okay. But I needed to demonstrate how I can give this person some yeah. of my clients. So how can you lay it out on the table? So, it's like, I'm here to get more clients, but I also need to add value to you okay. at the this same time. Very simple two-step <clears throat> process. The very first step for me personally, and I think this is with and can go with any industry whatsoever, yep. you've got to put your money where your mouth is. Yep. If you know your skills are not up to date... And, or you know you're not going to give just not going to give the best service you possibly give. Yeah. Plumber, electrician, physio, artist, pottery person, yep. whatever it might be, then develop those skills. But if you know you can put your money where your mouth is, yes. You simply have a meeting with Ivan the PT and go, okay, dude. I know. Yes. That I'm good at what I do. Yes. I'm not going to offer you ten percent off. For you to come have a treatment with me, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna tell you to come with me. Yeah. To come and book a session, I'm gonna charge you full price. Yes. I'm gonna show you that I'm really good, and I want your clients to come to me because you're gonna value my, um, uh, my service. Yes. Just lay it out on the table. That's it. I yeah. said, that's why I'm talking to you. Yes. And they might take it as in like, well, what's in it for me? What's in it for you is I've just told you I'm the best at what I do. Yes. You're gonna feel better coming to me than going to the person that you're going to. Yeah. And by you feeling better, you're going to refer your clients yeah. to me and they're going to feel better, which is going to build their rapport with you. Yeah. In that, in those phases of what I've just talked, talk, yep. spoke to you about, I've mentioned nothing monetary that's going to benefit you. Yeah. But I was transparent because I'm not giving you anything. I don't yeah. want to give you a discount. I don't want to give I don't if you're going to refer three patients, three clients to me, I'm not going to give you 10% off. No. I, that's not how I operate. But a smart person would see that and go, "Look, if I send my clients there, they're going to know that I've got a good therapist. network and therapist of people that's that I'm it. trusting that I know I've been to and that work well, yeah. that I know that if I send my clients there, they're going to get good benefits out of it. They're going to then say so it is a win-win either side. It's a win-win, anyway. but what people do is they feel like they need to give that, "Oh, look, how about you come and try me? I'll give you a free session yeah. and then you tell me if I'm good. No, no, no. I know I'm good. Yeah. And this is going to sound like is, really back, wanky. No, no, it doesn't though. But like I'm telling you, come and see you're me. You're coming from a place of I, humility I, still. I like your page. I like the amount of people you see. Therefore, you've got a lot of clients that can benefit me on it, like in, in a yeah. know, money situation. Yeah, I want you to be my patient because I know you've got a lot of people that can, that can help yeah. me. But what I'm providing to value is that I'm good. Yeah. You know your I mean? industry so, is very... It's like results driven or it's not. Like if yeah. you put your hands onto someone's like, I don't know, what's the the forearm, calf, whatever, yeah. Some muscle ligament thing and you do things and you release it and you do some sort of work and the person comes out of it and goes, oh, like... I've actually, never felt that before. Or something I've never like. felt that before. It actually feels really good now. I can actually move my arm now. Yeah. It's not stiff, right? And then the doctor turns around and goes and, and gets a value out of it. Yeah. It's very like results based. Yeah. So if you were speaking to like a... A clinician or something like that and you're like look your patients are going to have 
four times faster recovery. Yeah. It's a known fact. As soon yeah. as I release this thing because of this, this, this movement, they're going to get released, which means you're not going to have to perform a resurgery type thing on them in this much yeah, time. You're going to save you money. The bush, yeah. They understand all of that. But that but also you, comes but down to... it's very results-based work. That's what I was saying. It comes down to the very, very first point. And like I said, this goes to any industry. Yeah. You put your money, money where, where your mouth, mouth is. is. Yeah. If everybody knows where what level they're at, they are yeah. at. I knew what level I was at when I was two or three years in. Yeah. I know what level I'm at when I'm 15 years in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like when people are darting around the bush about, oh, you know, I'm an electrician and, and if we let's do some networking together because you're a plumber and you know builders and, and you're just kind of like fluffing all this stuff. Yeah. The fluff is hiding the reality of yeah. your inadequacies. Yeah. And when you're trying to hide inadequacies, eventually people sift through the fluff and go, Ah, he's not really that good. Yeah, or they just can't be bothered. Or they can't be bothered. Yeah, they don't you have know what I mean? time. So I can't right, answer. Someone, someone else will give it to me. In time. a relationship perspective, yeah. small talk and all that kind of stuff, when you're kind of making a lot of fluff, yeah, and then when, eventually when people see you and yeah. get to know you because you fluffed them in, they just go, there's oh, not really much substance after this. That was shit. Like you, you often tell me a great thing. It's like, I don't like, and I never used to understand what you were saying, but you don't like watching movie trailers. Never. Okay. And I, now I understand why. Because yeah. you often see a movie trailer and you'd be like, that's a fucking good movie. I'm going to watch that. And you watch it and you think, oh, that was shit. They lulled me in. That? that that's how I they're going to spoil the whole movie, they're, though. They're, they're going to either spoil it yeah. or they're going to tell me all the good bits. Yep. And then I'm going to sit there for two hours and realize and, it was shit to yeah. begin with. I hate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I won't, I'll never watch a tra- Well, I don't watch a trailer. For I'll watch reason. like two seconds of it. Yeah. Literally two seconds. Yeah. The trailer comes on and goes... <gasps> Shit, click it off. You just want to see You want to see it, but or you don't want to watch it. the trailer will come on and it'll go like... It'll be like a mad beat of music and it goes... Boom, it's got a mad rumble. I'm like, dude, stop that. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. The rumble hooked me. I'm going to watch it. I've got the sound effects. I've got the I've got the vibes. Or to have like a quick flash of like someone's face doing That's something. That's the thing like, as well with the vibes in relationship. You just know when you start speaking to someone, you get that like vibe. The vibe. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, this something's is here. good. Something's interesting about this yeah. person. But if I'm, if I fluffed a lot of stuff to create a vibe, yeah. uh, creating a vibe and having a natural vibe are just like, yeah. Two completely different That's things. That's with any, any relationship. Even like when you meet like your partner for the first time, it's like- It's a classic. There's something- There's something like, that happens. There's something where it's like, for me, for example, when I met my wife, it's like, did she do something that was like real like sexy or like- <laughs> Yeah. There was, was there something like hooked me in, for example? You're like, oh, like, or did they did they like not reveal too much and it made me curious? Yeah. Like, it could be anything, right? It could be it's anything. That, what's, that, what's that hook in, that real in, I think? And it's an organic real in. It's got to be natural. I mean? Yeah. Oh. oh, all right. <laughs> so reading that language, let's start. Uh, <laughs> Random episode. I think what we've actually done is we've broken a record. We are a quarter of the way through to 100 episodes, and we have now got our officially longest episode. Yeah. And you know what's ironic? Just over 90 minutes. It was an episode on small talk. <laughs> small talk slash re- compa- like relationship compatibility, I think. I think it had a bit of that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Just talking to people. But uh, we're going to have to probably wrap End it up one. because it's a Saturday evening yes. right now. And we usually do it on a Saturday morning. We've yep. been doing a lot of like random timing stuff now. I think we spoke about this. Soccer. Effect, soccer. It's, it's going to be a little bit difficult, but that. the show must go on. The show must go on. So we currently, will, we will find to, a way. to show the dedication, it's 10 past 10 p.m. on a Saturday night. And we are sitting We could be clubbing and having drinks, but we're staring at each other's eyes. We are, a podcast the, the, the flame is on fire. <laughs> Oh, geez. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed that one. 
You That'd have listened one. to episode 25. We repeat ourselves a lot, but if you want to engage with us at some form, journeytoareverer.com is exactly. where you'll get us for everything. Leave us a rating or review on iTunes. I can't tell you how important iTunes, that is. Apple. Just leave a rating. like Wherever you listen to podcasts, just click, it, click the it, button to give us a high rating. If you're rating. listening to us, especially on like Apple. Unless it's a bad podcast, don't, don't rate it good. Oh, whatever. You know what I mean. A rating's a rating. If it is what it is, you know, but preferably five stars. <laughs> just, you know, just quietly. But it's it literally, it's right there. It's like there's there's a five empty stars. Yeah. Click to the far right and then all of them get highlighted and it's yeah. a rating. And if, we if, just you're, if you're a regular listener by now yeah. and we've given you any value across 25 episodes, just even if you've laughed once. Hit the button. Just take some time out. Just it, You don't even have to write anything. <laughs> just tap. Just tap the button. Just tap the button. And tell a friend. Please. And then send us a, a check in PayPal. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and tell us your bank details. And if you've got some like, smoky barbecue sauce that you want to um, yeah. uh, sponsor. Maybe invite sponsor. us to your wedding. Uh, yeah. yeah, wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. We're asking too much now. No, no. no. Hey, anyway, if everyone. If you don't ask, you don't get. Hey? You don't exactly. Ask, you just got to be transparent, Exactly. Right? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> tell, exactly. Yeah. tell people what you want. You can't beat we around the bush. We want to be sponsored by a, I think we've always spoke jokingly spoken about being sponsored by some kind of Marinating sauce, food, burger patty. Ribs. I, you know what I had just real quickly? Just I had some this, like peppery. I had this whiskey based barbecue sauce on a hot dog last week. That's amazing. It was pretty right. That's amazing. We need a sponsor. Whiskey ba- okay, so some kind of food based type sponsor would be nice. Um, just whatever. Generally meat related. Sorry, vegans. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is- Vegan based sauces are great too. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Them. And um, we, we still want to go on a wedding. Did I tell you about that? That my my client, his his niece. Yeah, you spoke about it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We kind of. I, t- I said, oh, oh, yeah, maybe, but it's like a twenty twenty one wedding. Yeah, that's the way for that. You watch my phone. All right, guys, this is episode twenty five, Journey to Forever. Uh, thanks for so. I don't even know what I was about to say. Then thanks, thanks very for much for listening. Us. Is what I was about to say. Yeah. Have a good week, everybody. Enjoy your day. Saturday night, whatever it is when you're listening to us. All right, bye. <laughs> Cheers, bye. <laughs>